0: You would look good in one of Big T's tees, tees. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Rugby League season, a podcast as excited about rugby league as memories are about photos. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably would be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. You found me, Big T, in memory lane just strolling through Blocker Lockler's memory lane, enjoying the turbulence, the brilliance, all of the amazingness that we've been given so far by the wonderful world of rugby league. And because of that, I wanted to spend some time talking about my favourite players from particular eras. Now, not only am I doing that, I'm also checking out some cheeky artworks of them. So look at those on the socials, look for those on the socials. Uh, You'll get about a minute per player hopefully uh, trying not to wax on too lyrical about them um, because you already know these players but what I really hope happens is you also one have a great time remembering your favorite bits about these players and then two I also hope that you think about your own favorite players from this time now as I'm sure you've already read by the title of the episode this one is all about the 80s Now, I've only just snuck in on this time, and most of my time of remembering it is going to be from watching it uh, post. Uh, My first memory of a clear grand final is 1994. That's a little while after the 80s, but there are still a few players that I wanted to point out. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Steve Roach. He's a great mentor and a fantastic life coach. The biggest, nicest bloke we know is Steve Blocker Roach. What a fantastic guy. Bowman, institution, absolute hard man of the time. Silliness with that referee, Pat, but uh, absolute legend of the game. And Fantastic to see him aggressive and angry. Great to see him super excited and happy. Also, devastatingly scary to see him upset or uh, sitting on a sideline holding his head. Those kind of uh, scenes are the worst, but... Him now post-career, I think he's commentated now longer than he's played. Absolutely fantastic insight into the game. A lot of people don't like him, which I get. All commentators have their own if ands, or buts, but I think the block is great. Still such a lovely guy, has so much time for people in and around the game, but on the field, fantastic man, fantastic player, great offload, and the game was better off having him. Peter Sterling, a great kicker, can kick straight and curling. One of those kickers is the legend Peter Sterling. Oh yes, now straight away I think about uh, his short balls. He's turning people under. His great little running game, underrated running game with the dummy and go uh, in that in that Alfie Langer kind of mould. But could kick in in an absolute incredible team stacked. He still stood out. He and Brett Kenny of that partnership. Still stood out, and not just because his hair was so incredible. Loved that man's hair so much when it was big and flying, but even post-career, still fantastic. Even without the hair, still fantastic. Such an interesting bloke. Um, kept himself pretty much out of the limelight, but, but has done such a great job uh, f- f- in and around the game, particularly on field. The stuff that he did on field in England and Australia, second to none, absolute legend of a player. Noel Cleal, trying to tackle Noel Cleal, every bump you're going to feel. Now this guy I read about in one of uh, in one of those fantastic books by Ian Heads, just an incredible head of hair, great facial hair. Everyone knows that I'm a big fan of footballers with facial hair, so Noel Cleal had that. But also, ranging second rower, absolutely brutal in a time where you're supposed to be brutal. Picked up out of the farm. Uh, and put into rugby league fields, won them all over country New South Wales as a captain coach, uh, did great things with Manly obviously as well, New South Wales, Australia, still to this day a selector with the Manly Zaringa the Seagulls, they, they love him so much and his brains and insights, but on the field during that, that incredible time in the 80s um, with Fatty and all those blokes, um, Des, just such an incredible character, Noel Khalil, and deserved legend. Ellery Hanley. I hate celery as much as I love Ellery. Yeah, it's true, team. I do love Ellery that much, and I do hate celery that much. What a player. Completely uh, blew out the time that he was with us. So it feels like Ellery was in Australia, particularly with the Bowman Tigers, for a decade. But really, in, in actual fact, just a couple of games. <laughs> Such a massive impact in those games. And his highlights during that, his backing up play, it was uh, Terry... Terry Lamb-esque, huge amount of power, um, extremely fast, excellent leader, did great things with Great Britain as well, uh, and and with the Magpies and things like that, but really, the time of the Bowman Tigers is a heyday golden era, It's probably because of my perspective, I don't care, absolutely fantastic football player, Um, and Junior says if he's not taken out of that 88 grand final, we win, because Junior makes a break, Ellery would have been backing up, anyway, legend. And the final one is, of course, Wayne Junior Pierce, the absolute Adonis of a human. Called Junior because one of the blokes in the the team used to flex a lot in front of the mirror. And then one time, that player encouraged Junior after a gym session to also have a bit of a flex. And then everyone said, "Oh, here's old mate Junior," and that stuck. <laughs> what a great time to be around. You now this guy obviously could flex because excellent diet, excellent way of living his life cigarette alcohol everything free just trying to do what would be possibly best for his football and career and did that played such great football for baumaine uh, such great football for new south wales and australia captained all three of those uh, in fact captain everything he went to even when he was in juniors for the police boys club absolute baumaine boy through and through my love and admiration for this man couldn't go any further and so i painted him a portrait for the archibald that's how much i love this legend of a human Support is turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! It was put to you, of course, the listeners, the people on Twitter. What were your memories, thoughts, or comments about Sterlo Roach Jr., Cleal or Hanley? Uh, of David David H098765432 wrote Golden Era about it, of course. Sparky denied Ellery is a mag, in a Magpies jersey, is what he remembers, and Junior Pierce dropping the ball in the 89 grand final. Warrior of a player, though. Benchara Robb. Uh, Hanley, in the late 80s, described by Peter Sterling as the best player in the world, and he was, was the difference and the X-factor in a star-studded Balmain team that was in danger of missing the finals until his arrival. That led to an amazing run to the 1988 grand final. Miss those days, M. Larks wrote, take me back. Rob Bichara Rob, wrote, I'll get the DeLorean. <laughs> uh, and then also, Rob Bichara Robb wanted to say, Sterling, a mind like a coach on the field. Roach, best prop for years till Lazarus came along. A hot temper hurt him, but his love for the history of the game was second to none. Pierce, underrated. Paved the way for rugby league for fitness and nutrition. Cleal, most damaging back rower in his era. Uh, the middle, oss. Ben Ellis said, And Ellery Hanley is a future immortal now. I'd love that too. Um, Bachar Rob also suggests that too, but I think he needed to play more of his career in the NRL for that to have happened. I think that's actually one of the the quasi things that need to be to get into the Hall of Fame. At Acanto, Acantio, sorry. A small gas heater we had around the same time, as what he remembers. My family still associate that heater with the footy on the TV despite its ineffectiveness. The players were ultimately incidental. I was a pretty young then, But those names became legends through the childhood experience. Beautifully said, Barry Johnson. So great to have your insights in this team. We all know that social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. And there is a bunch of them there. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean how am I feeling? 80s incredible time for football. Really, allegedly the birthplace of modern football. Although I'd, I'd say the modern game probably diverged so much from what it was in the 80s. That I'm not sure we could now still count that. But we saw origin birthing. We saw the the twilight of of ki- gods of rugby league, such as Tommy Radonicus, uh, Artie and those kind of players. We saw the birthing of, of a new generation like Tim Brasher and and the very end of that I think had Brad Fittler as well in '89. So an incredible decade, uh, often held up as one of the houseian days of rugby league. I think looking back at those games now, it's it's pretty scrappy, uh, and there's even times in that those games where it's the five metre rule. So it's it looks very different while looking quite similar. Fantastic football, fantastic uh, refereeing at that time. It was a real lawless times at time to uh, time at periods of the game. So it was great to see refereeing really trying to keep a handle and, and have a whole bunch of respect. Through the 70s, they got rid of all of that biff and horribleness in the 80s was a real time that Australia started to take a lot more notice of, of rugby league and by the time we get to the 90s. Now, of course, there will be a 90s uh, episode coming up after this. I did want to quickly talk about grand finals. though. We saw Parramatta pull out four, three in a row at one stage. Unbelievable. But also Canterbury, so dominant dominant during that decade. The Tigers obviously so close in 88 and 89. Uh, 89 hailed as probably one of the greatest grand finals ever. I'd also have to agree it's probably the best grand final of the 80s. Um, As sad as it was to lose that, uh, only because we know now that Junior and Blocker and Ciro and Gary Jack, all those guys, Benny, never win one. But watching that game is incredible the momentum shifts all of that stuff's fantastic refereeing was pretty good except for one call um but overall out of 1000 calls that refereeing was great and real great time for Balmain, real great time for Canberra uh, and we saw that that was the birth of their incredible uh dynasty I guess is the only way you could d- describe that 80s fantastic time for rugby league uh, Australia were also shifting through a recession things like that lots of that part of the community would have really looked to rugby league to help it or distract it or pull its way out of it and i know that that decade did the best or those footballers did the best that they possibly could in that decade i sincerely hope you've enjoyed this let me know all of your other favorite 80s players on the socials at the biggest tiger on twitter and instagram we hope that you enjoy your sport for another week and we'll talk to you next time sports best friends We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.